pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Right, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. All right, so uh, can I just say one more thing? and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. It is so, so, so good to be back. My name is Steve Curran. And I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scan for three. <gasps> three, three out of three. Three's company. Three uh, three. Hello. Hello. It's, it's been a while. Welcome back, Simon. How are you? I've missed your faces and your voices. It's good you've missed If only voices. there was a way I could have kept up with your voices. <laughs> no. I'll be honest with you, I haven't been. Well, we are podcasting again. Well, we are. Okay. We are. Um, yeah, I've been good. Uh, thank you very much. I've been looking after little baby, hence my absence. But uh, I'm hoping that uh, my mat, my mat leave uh, the, is coming to an end. It's the baby self-sufficient. We're, we're going to try it out, see what happens this evening, and then see if we can commit. Well, that's so exciting. I assume you've got lots of video game stuff to catch us up on. <sighs> I've ended up just sort of t- spouting my opinions in reviewing games to in front of Ramona. <laughs> in front been, of uh, babies. Yeah. She's bored really, of me. Really, so I thought, come and bore you. Uh, how have you guys been? Great. Very good. I've taken my jacket off now, so I am extra specially good. Uh, Steve came over to mine on Friday. You weren't invited because you've got a baby. Yeah, I do have a baby. And, not and we have a no baby policy. Of course you don't, yeah. Uh, and we ate some tacos and discussed whether caviar is vegetarian or not. That's it's, interesting, isn't it? Do you know, what do you think the answer is? Well, because uh, are eggs vegetarian? Right, that was mm-hmm. the question. That is, the isn't answer, it? So I can... I can let you know that eggs, yes, they are vegetarian. Then I would argue that caviar is vegetarian. Well. Well. <laughs> it turns out it depends on how you extract the eggs from the living thing. Uh, straw in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> vegetarian. Baseball gloves at the back. Yeah. 100% fine. mouth. 100% fine. Straight there. Hang on a minute. What, what? How did this come out, though? Were you eating caviar? Absolutely not. <laughs> we need to go through the one, the life tacos. Left, one Life Left accounts, don't we, since I've been absent? Yeah, yeah. we've been right. living, living the high life. What Simon. else has been going on? Uh, Steve, what have you been up to? I have, well, 
Uh, I have a lot of my time has been spent uh, organising Marioki's relaunch for this Friday. Okay. Where we'll be running a new tech system. Ooh, all mm. new tech. Very exciting. Maybe we'll talk about that more later in the show. I've been playing some video games as well. We'll certainly. We will certainly. Because we've already. That's very off topic. Simon and I, we have this rule before the show, which is we're not allowed to talk about the things that we're going to talk about on the show. But Simon and you I. You said no trousers. We- <laughs> <laughs> We've already sussed out that we've played the same games. That's why I wear dresses. <laughs> so we are going to be talking about those later in the show. Good. Uh, we're also going to be talking to guests. What? No. We've got some guests. We have thought, if we're coming back, let's do it properly. Uh, we've got Tom and Sam from Roll7. Hello, guys. Hello. Oh, Sam's... On. Come on. Let's we'll try that again, Sam. Hello, Sam. Hello. There, there we go. Uh, how are you both doing? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming on the show. We've had Roll7 on the show before, but we've not had you on the show. No, it was a disaster when Simon and John did it. So I thought you'd get us on instead. Doing it properly. Yeah, did they give you any tips? No, it was so bad they we've told them not to talk about it. Fair enough. Um, We'll be talking about your latest game. Which I'm very, very much looking forward to. Uh, What are we going to do before that then, eh? What do we usually do, Simon? Anne's News. It's 7.04 on Monday the 4th of June. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. DICE GM Oscar Gabrielson has spoken up about the negative reaction some people had to the inclusion of women in Battlefield 5. He said on Twitter, player choice and female playable characters are here to stay. We want Battlefield 5 to represent all those who were part of the greatest drama in human history and give players choice to choose and customise the characters they play with. Our commitment as a studio is to do everything we can to create games that are inclusive and diverse. Good for them. This was uh, this was the big news story, the big gaming news story of last week, wasn't it? So well done, Anne, putting it in number one. Thanks. Good stuff. Girls in the war. <laughs> Imagine. So, uh, I was thinking about this and I was like, well, I mean, for goodness sake, obviously there was lots and lots of women uh, who were active in the war in many, many roles. And I did a little research around it. And then I decided um, we were cleaning out our cupboard and found some Nerf guns. And so I decided to try and see if tampons could fire out of a Nerf gun. <laughs> okay, is that what they did in the, in the war? No, I was trying to think about future wars and women's uh, role in them. I guess. <laughs> that does sound like something a Kotaku commentator might write. Yes. And? Uh, no, they don't. Because okay. they don't have a little hole. You know the Nerf uh, bullets have like a little that's, hole. That's just for the whistle. Uh, no, so that it can get oh, back and go okay. out. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you've got to create that. And in doing that, you expand it too far and it doesn't, mm. have, the, it doesn't have any trajectory. Do you think there's a market for tampons that would double up as Nerf bullets in an emergency? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Right, what would you call them? Uh, n- Nerfons. Okay, very good. Yeah, good. So this was the this was the big story, and there was a good article on uh, Kotaku about it by a uh, friend of the show, Luke Plunkett. He wrote about how ridiculous it was that, uh, you know, angry men are getting angry about the idea of 
women being in video game because it's not realistic when actually you spend a lot of the time in Battlefield doing things that are very, very much not realistic. So one of the things that um, Oscar said was, uh, so we always set out to push boundaries and deliver unexpected experiences, but above all, our games must be fun. The Battlefield sandbox has always been about playing the way you want, like attempting to fit three players on a galloping horse with flamethrowers. <laughs> and it's like, well, so you can play like that, but a woman, no. Yeah. I mean, what's to say that didn't happen in the war? Exactly. You know, no one recorded everything, um, but of course there weren't women. Yeah, you wouldn't have had three women. (laughs) Did you guys take a look at this story? Is it broken? uh, Has that got any implications for any of the work that Roll 7's done before? Have you got girls in your games? Uh, we do. Okay, in Laser League, you can good. play as a, a male or a female. Right, is that, um, did that actually happen, though? Did women play Laser League <laughs> in real life? Well, <laughs> the problem is with Laser League, it's set in 2150. Okay. Um, so well, how we, will we, we can write the script. <laughs> it definitely well, happened. have women there. Def- I would bet my mortgage that it happened. Okay. That's not right. That's not right, Steve. Come on. First show back. Valve has removed shooter and FPS set in a school shooting scenario from Steam. The game came from developer Revived Games and publisher Acid, who, it turns out, are both one person called Atta Beardev. He has now been banned from the platform. Beardev has been in trouble with Valve in the past, with a statement saying he has a history of customer abuse, publishing copyrighted material, and user review manipulation. He's a serial offender. Yeah. <laughs> Bad boy of Steam. Yeah. Wow. Really is. So, um, did you look at this game at I all? did look at this. I love the, uh, the justification. No, 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 no this isn't about uh, like being the bad guys. We, what we wanted to do was make a uh, tactical... We. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Me, me. My publisher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wanted to make a, uh, a tactical sh- uh, combat game which was, you know, just set in a school uh, where you don't have anywhere. to. You know, it's like that, it's like that uh, no Russian level. You don't have to shoot that. You can do what you want. Do what you want. Turn but, off the game. Exactly. So, uh, uh, yeah, it seemed, um, yeah, just caught in controversy, really. Mm. Uh, it, uh, it, that is a ridiculous excuse. Like, the, well, I made it where you, where you were the person who was running after the person who was shooting. And then I thought, well, how else could you play this differently? You could just be the shooter. <laughs> what about this from another point of view? <laughs> uh, maybe they could try banning doors to see whether it'd be easier. Yeah. I you mean, know. that's going to be the new thing. Yeah. Just ban doors. Right. Um, of course, there were some angry children on the internet about this as well, weren't they? Saying, where does it stop, though? Well, you- so Valve, because Valve notoriously don't really do anything to stop much that goes on their platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have guidelines that say you can't publish anything that promotes hatred, violence or discrimination, content that is offensive or mm-hmm. content that exploits children. However, following this, they put out a statement that said uh, that, a broader conversation about Steam's content policies is one that we'll be addressing soon. Okay. What does that mean? Content that exploits children is something that a lot of video games could fall victim to. Why? Because a lot of video games take advantage of children and their... Spending. Spending. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. Sorry, was that a little bit, <laughs> yeah, a little a bit, bit real. too real for you guys? It also felt like you were telling Anne off or something that she'd done. It really did. I, honestly, I've never... No, well, we'll stop it. <laughs> no in-game purchases. Right. 
Okay, Google, turn on the Xbox One. A report from Windows Central seems to show that you'll soon be able to control your Xbox One with third-party devices like Alexa and Google Assistant. Voice control used to be inbuilt with Kinect, but as Microsoft has been moving away from Kinect, it also removed some of its voice controls from the dashboard. Some of it came back with Cortana, but without Kinect, you'd need a headset or microphone. But worry no more, because it looks like you'll be able to chat away to your Xbox One like your best buds again, if, that is, you have an Xbox One. Have we tried manipulating Alexa through this? No, what can we get? Like the Alexa? same way that Anne manipulates children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, children. I, I just exploit them. I it's don't manipulate sorry, them. That's very different. Okay, apologies. Apologies. Mm. If anyone knows the difference, Steve Chew, isn't it? <laughs> um, I, I'm quite excited by this news. I have both. Do you? I do, yeah. I'm not allowed uh, one of those devices because they listen to you, Simon. Well, what are you saying? Really bad stuff. Are you? Yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Mm. I've got nothing to hide. No, oh, me neither. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. all of my houses, those devices. I've been, I've, been, I've been at home for the last on my own, just a five-month-old baby. Who else have I got to talk to apart from Google? I actually send Google a transcription of everything I say every day. Quite right. Nothing to, nothing to hide. Exactly. <laughs> why, why wouldn't I? Uh, do you guys have uh, Google or Alexa devices? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I do have an Xbox One. What though. have you got to hide? <laughs> what are you saying at home? <laughs> I think I just have enough devices at this point. Okay. Yeah. I'm just surrounded by them. That's probably why I don't have one. Right. Mm. I, I'm concerned by my phone listening in. You often kind of put it down and you pick it up and it's just been listening to you. Mm. And it's it just said we've been... It didn't say we've been listening to you, but <laughs> the, the thing is up with the microphone and it's just written what you last said. You know, I didn't press that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just the because pocket. because you said OK Google, though? Or, or I do I tend to say that okay. randomly. My child is called Google. <laughs> one's called Siri, one's called Google, and one's Alexa. So right. it's very confusing. Sorted. I do think... Uh, so where, where I found voice control very handy uh, these days is um, obviously holding a baby got my tv linked up to google oh. and say get it to turn cbb's on when you, when you when you need a bit of uh, distraction for me uh, or sky news for the baby or what have you very handy when you got it so if you walk into a room and you want to get your xbox fired up say okay turn on the xbox it's going to be great but what if what it goes gonna... on really loud and it wakes the baby and also what are you going to well, control the, the system connect is dead like how are you going <laughs> to they'll never take you they need to wrestle it my hand steve okay EA ran a charity event called Play to Give this weekend. EA said the event was being held to celebrate play and inclusion within our game communities. The company will be giving a million dollars to three charities, United Nations He For She, Pacers National Bullying Prevention Centre and Ditch the Label. As part of the event, you were able to win in-game rewards in nine of its games, including a special kit when you scored 15 goals in FIFA's Ultimate Team Mode, an Apex Elite Pack in Mass Effect Andromeda when you complete the celebratory mission, and a victory pose emote for Finn just for logging into Star Wars Battlefront 2. Are you still playing that? I'm not. No, I barely played it at all, actually. I got, it was so bad. Mm. Uh, I vowed never to digitally pre-order anything again. And how's that going? I haven't. Really? Yeah, they, 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 you've ruined it for everybody, EA. Okay. Prior to that, I was all over it. Interesting. Uh, you yeah, know, I digitally pre-ordered it in order to get three days early access to the beta, but I was out when that happened, so <laughs> nothing happened then. And then I got the game. I loved the first game, and the second game, yeah, I, I, won't, I, won't, uh, I won't play it. What if they incorporated uh, a new Finn emote? Though I'm there, yeah. <laughs> I would have been logging in. An Alexa mode? No, no, I, no. That's it. I'd say they've uh, they've ruined Battlefront for me. Well, well, can't you can't back. really say that because they're doing something for charity now. So yeah. 
good point. Uh, and <laughs> Turn I think, it around. Yeah, but still, uh, the, well, they didn't get me logging. I didn't know about it, actually. So. And it finished at 7.59 this morning. Did it? So, okay. over. So, well, good for them for doing that, but, um, yeah, uh, I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the thing? You say, well done. Okay. Well, well done, EA, on giving $3 million. I like what they've done with FIFA over the last week. I think that's very good as well. Yeah. They've given away the World Cup mode for free. They're giving away the World Cup for free? In, in FIFA 18? Have you told yeah. the footballers about that? <laughs> no, no, that's good. It's discounted to a third on Switch. Yeah, we should buy it and you get the World Cup mode for free. Really? Which has got the Icelandic thunderclap in it. <laughs> Great. It's been motion captured and everything. I've, got, I've had nothing to do at home. <laughs> and finally, let's step back in time and bring up an old rivalry, rivalry that's been dead for years. Atari's old competitor in television is getting back in the game with some new hardware of its own. The as-yet-unannounced console will uh, be simple and affordable, focusing on family and fun. The team will be headed by video game composer Tommy Tallarico with original members of the Intellivision team. Speaking to VentureBeat, he said, I will see a huge game gaping hole in the market now with families in the home. We will be focused. We will not try to compete with Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo. That would be insane. We would need a billion dollars. <laughs> I see a huge gaping hole. This is nonsense. Who, is any, does anybody really fondly remember in television? That was probably the first you'd heard of them, man. It was. I googled. Right, Sam, had you heard Google? of in television? Had heard of it. I had never played it. Okay, no. Tom? No, never heard no. of it. Uh, Steve, obviously, you'd heard of it. I absolutely have heard of it. Yeah, but have you got any interest in it? No. Uh, what is this device doing that no other current device families. could do? Families. Oh, you're right. No, because families aren't allowed to use like, no, an Android they can't. console, are they? Or their PlayStation or Xbox. notoriously no. bad with families. No. Simple. Th- this, to Affordable. me... Affordable. What is this to Fine. me? Reads, oh yeah, that sounds good actually. I mean, it reads like a scam. It absolutely it reads by a scam, or somebody who's accidentally bought the IP in a fire sale. Um, so they're only when they launch the console, it's launching with get this, ten titles. Right, name one in television game. Yeah, that's what I was about. Google. Well, yeah, they had. Um, okay, Google, name ten in television games. Uh-huh. Uh, we haven't got one in the studio. No, uh, but there's this coming back. There's that ridiculous Atari. All right, All right. okay, go list. on. Right. According to Google, yep. uh, I-, I typed it in. It wasn't Anne's. Okay, Google. Okay, no. okay uh, Astro Smash. Oh, yeah. From 81. From 1981, the classic Astro Smash. Uh, Night Stalker from 82. Ne- first I've heard of it. B-17 Bomber. Uh, right. Star Strike from 81. Tron. Deadly Discs. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I don't like Tron, actually. Mm, sea I mean, battle. Tell Tommy Tellerico I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few ports, Pac-Man right. and that sort of stuff, but I doubt they'll have them. Okay. Mm, shark! And, shark! Right. That's, okay. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the game I wasn't... Yeah. I, I, and I'm, I'm guessing that uh, playing Ooh. these games is beyond the capabilities of a Raspberry Pi, if you were so inclined to do so. Is it? Space but is Spartans. That affordable? Is it family? legal? Is it legal? <laughs> <laughs> I own the ROMs. Um, well, obviously, I've got no interest in owning the ROMs, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Had a ter- well, I'll tell you about the Intellivision. It had a terrible... Um, joystick didn't it that didn't return to the center right or did it have to dial with the buttons with like eight buttons on as well are you giving away some of tommy tallarico's <laughs> secrets here <laughs> got a great idea a broken joystick th- this buttons. to me sounds like somebody somewhere has got too much money and doesn't know about video games but they don't have and a the, billion and dollars the, and the ip <laughs> right okay got a few million and the ip's available mm. unsurprisingly 
could be the next big thing though simon imagine if you're not first in right <laughs> i can tell you now i will i will be will not be the even i won't be the first in for this thanks Anne. one life left video game news with I know. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. That's We're good. a video game radio show and Simon is angry. Oh, I was just giving you a, a travel update <laughs> on the train. I can't believe it. I know. It's been, it's been un, it has been unbelievable. We should have a travel section, shouldn't we? We should do. Uh, yeah, I've joined a Facebook group, Hitching Commuters. Have you? Oh, are you all angry? Very angry, actually. No, yeah, we've been oh. on the news. It's the talk of a protest next, uh, next week. What kind of protest? Well, exactly. Um, but you're, as long as you can, you know, as long as you guys can get home, I mean, then I the show can carry yeah. on. I'll get the bu- ma- bus, maybe the tube. Perhaps. I'll be, I'll be walking. Uh, this is Doc by Clam. Okay. If you missed the music, Simon, I have missed the music. Yeah, it's there was a way for me too. to have caught up with the music <laughs> in a format convenient it's to me, it. automatically uploaded to my television digital device. Are we on Spotify yet? You can listen to podcasts on Spotify yeah. now. Can you? Should we get should on Spotify? On. Let's get on Spotify. Right. All right. Good. Make a note. Good. Okay, Google. <laughs> Get us on Spotify. My, see, mine is tied to my voice. See, if you say okay, Google, it, uh, it won't, it won't allow you to oh. uh, uh, see my data. What if I? Okay, Google. Even my son can't do this. He spent a, a long journey back from uh, Southend, in between to- talking to me about what's been going on in Fortnite. I did a six-minute video of him telling me what had been happening. You know your talk about uh, mm-hmm. Ghost Recon. Yes. And how uh, that's a um, it's a good talk because it pinpoints a moment in gaming. Mm. This is happening hundreds times a day for each yeah. of these kids now. Yeah. Take, yeah. Yeah. All good. The time. I like it. I like it. Maybe you can do a feature for us. So it'll be six minutes long minimum. <laughs> but only once a fortnight. Very good. Is that because I only see him once a fortnight? <laughs> he's bringing home the fact hey, that your he's from a broken family. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> Tom, Sam, welcome. Hello. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, you're here to talk about uh, Get to the Exit? Yep, yeah. Our new game released in uh, 2012. <laughs> well, we were, t- we were having a pre-show chat earlier on. We I didn't realise there was a hidden Roll7 gem. 
Indeed, yeah. Not many people realised okay. it, unfortunately. What format was it on? Uh, it was uh, an iOS game. Is it still available? Uh, I don't think it is. It got our... shook out with the iOS Let 10 update. Mm. Um, I think our account ran out. We genuinely okay. didn't. <laughs> we knew the iOS account. <laughs> um, but it, it wasn't selling amazingly, okay. so we've we've not lost too much revenue. Fair enough. Uh, you went from that to... What was your second, was your second game, Oli Oli? Yeah, Oli Oli. Oli Oli 1, okay. then Oli Oli 2. Brilliant. Uh, not a Hero. Yeah. Came out shortly after that. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, a hiatus for three years. Well, well, not a hiatus. Okay. We were working very hard, and uh, yeah, we released Laser League one point zero a few weeks back. Was it was it a three year long project then? Uh, it was two years. Okay, uh, from when we signed on the dotted line with kind of half a year of with development before that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so uh, two years from signing, and then uh, through through to one point zero. So tell us about Lazy League because it's it's uh, if you if you if you were to plot or if you were to d- describe what a Roll Seven game was, uh, I don't, you would say a certain certain aesthetic, certain style. Lazy League is very different to that, isn't it? Yeah, so it, it certainly looks very different, but it, it's very much got that same kind of uh, gameplay. So it's very fast, it's twitchy, it's easy to learn and hard to master which is a massive cliche but in laser league's case it's true we used to say that about ollie ollie right but ollie ollie's very which, hard which to hard, learn hard, as hard, well exactly <laughs> and hard to master <laughs> so yeah so just give us the uh, the elevator pitch for laser league so people know what, what we're talking about okay so if you're a battle arena imagine gladiators not the 90s gladiators oh. the sorry not wolf <laughs> <laughs> no rhino what about jet uh no no jet um but the Roman gladiators mix that with Tron. You can control a battle arena with lasers. You turn lasers on in your colour, trying to eliminate and trap the other team. Uh, once the other team are dead, you get a point and vice versa. First one to three points, that's a round. First one to two rounds. Very, very simple game. It's so simple that I first saw the prototype for Laser League, uh, must be two and a half years ago now then, I guess, that you guys had written in um, a programming... Is it a language? I don't know, I've not used it. Construct 2. Uh, it was multimedia fusion, oh, but multi- similar. Multimedia, yeah. Right, sorry. Um, so you came up with it, and you showed, and it was, it was very, very playable then. And uh, yeah, so what that demonstrated was that you had the germ of an idea uh, that you could go away and and flesh out and become this 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 huge. It's an Unreal Engine game, isn't it? It's yes, it's Unreal Engine. Yeah, Mul- multiplayer stuff. Um, it took an unusual ish route to market from you guys. I think cause it was early access initially towards the end of last year. Was it October? Uh, early access November? February this year. Yeah, we did a few. We did a few uh, beaters before time Christmas. Gone. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, how did that go? Yeah, really well. So um, we had, like I say, the open beaters pre and post Christmas and kind of built up a nice audience uh, from that. And then when we launched into early access, uh, that was just PC only. Um, and then it was kind of working from there to get the the consoles ready as well. Um, uh, and what was uh, what sort of feedback did you get during the open beaters and the early access? How did, how did the community help shape the game? Um, it was... It was overall positive. We, I think, we were so worried it was going to be such a horrible, horrible negative feedback that we just made sure that the game worked at base level. So maybe some of the kind of more complex features, we kind of went, let's push those aside. Let's make sure when you press play online, you can get a game, and that's where we put all our effort. And I think the fact that it didn't fall over within the first few hours was, was generally appreciated by people. <laughs> um, and it still seems to be good. I mean, touch wood. I know I'm not meant to bang the desk. No, you're not. Do it gently. Yeah. Um, 
uh, it's it's still you know kind of very solid today. So that was kind of that was one of our main focus of early access because, like you said, we'd never done a multiplayer game before. All our games previously had been two D pixel arts. This was a big uh, leap for us into you know technologically and you know to what we wanted to do. Um, so yeah, but since then people have helped us kind of uh, balance all the different classes and the abilities. Uh, the mastery system, which Sam designed as well, that's been tweaked as well. So it's, it's a far more balanced game than when it came out in February. So how does the mastery system work, Sam? Um, so oh, sorry, Sam. Yeah, no problem. Um, so essentially, there are well, there are six classes within the game. Each brings a different element to the field, basically, and you like to balance team and that. So they all kind of help each other to win. Um, mastery system works by completing challenges on each tier. And when you manage to complete all challenges in one of the one of the ranks, then you unlock a new set of challenges and also some kits. Uh, it's basically just fulfilling um, your duties as okay. your class. That's what the challenges are designed around. So obviously, like a big one is winning. <laughs> I mean, that's just a that's just a staple one. Really, that's a life goal. Really, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's teaching everybody about life while also being a, a very enjoyable video game right. or at least i think so <laughs> i was i was just watching a video of it and it looks like a sport rather than a video game i think top down it's very very clear uh there's two teams and they're operating against each other which isn't always the case with some of the bigger name video games that are being picked up as esports is the sort of sport side of things something you thought about when you were designing it um, I think that's that's definitely a big thing. I mean, it is it's a future sport. Mm -hmm. That's how it's like portrayed as in the in the lore of Laser League mm -hmm. twenty one fifty. Um, but that it, the implications for that in this uh, you know in the modern day gaming climate where every game needs to be an esport these days. It's you know was that something you had in mind when you were uh, building it? What do you think? Tom? Yeah. So it, we we never sat down and went we want to make an esport. Mm -hmm. But what we did sit down and go we're actually inventing a new sport, which was a really exciting part for us. Because in terms of what we've done with our previous game, so Oli Oli was kind of reimagining how skateboarding mechanics would work. Not Hero was reimagining side uh, cover shooter, but side scrolling. So Laser League was kind of like reimagining how a sport would work in the future. Um, and it was, it was quite nice to not have any kind of other games that we well it was good and bad in a way but it was nice that we didn't have anything to mm -hmm. to riff off in terms of another sport we had to kind of invent the rules ourselves as we went along well and i think that shows i've, I've had people who say wait well, yeah, i know we we think we think this can definitely become an esport you're like well, as soon as you say that i think, <laughs> I think it's game over. but uh, what's nice about Legally, laser league is that it's a, it's a it, the sport could only exist as a video game at the moment very similar mm. to Rocket League and have you seen them try and bring Rocket League into real life now with remote controlled cars and it's just embarrassing <laughs> uh, but yeah it's, it's something that, that, that can only exist within the realms of, uh, of video games have you seen people become good at it in ways that you wouldn't expect using tactics or strategies that even you guys hadn't thought of yeah I mean so every Thursday we do community sessions where a lot of us and 5 or 5 kind of jump into the matchmaking pool and uh, I ended up coming against three of the best players. It's the Grey Man, Zexator, and, and Lita, Lita Barrett. Okay. Uh, and I was destroyed. Right. Horribly, horribly destroyed. I, I got matched with two other people I didn't know. So it was their fault, basically. Um, but th these guys were doing insane things. So there's one of our classes, Snipe, where you can drop a marker, uh, run away, and then you can instantly teleport back to that marker. If you're anywhere on that, teleport line you get eliminated 
and they were using it in ways that we we just hadn't even thought of we didn't think were possible because you can wrap around the screen yeah. kind of pac-man style so you can be one place appear somewhere else instantly so um, isn't that the point at which you quickly patch in? Exactly. No. You can't do that. You can't do it. It's my game. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, Snipes OP. <laughs> um, and you were also one of, one of the first. You weren't the first, but certainly early on, uh, games to launch into uh, Microsoft's Game Pass uh, service, which is their subscription, uh, separate subscription to Xbox Live, but you get a suite of games that you can download and play, and you were day and date in that. How, how was that? How's that gone? Yeah, that, that's gone really well. So I think we were talking about this before the show, but in terms of, you know, multiplayer games, they need people. They kind of live or die by that. And Games Pass kind of gave us that that ready audience, which was really nice. And kind of, I suppose, similarly going back to what we're talking about in terms of how the game looks and the fact we've invented a new sport, it can be quite difficult to explain that to people. You know, obviously my elevator pitch was... You know, it mentions. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it, it it misses a lot of things. It isn't until you actually get hands on with it and play it, even with streamers playing it. When we see a lot of kind of streamers playing it and new people coming to it the first time, the first few minutes, they're like, "What on earth's happening?" Right. Few. You know, it takes them a long while, but as soon as they play it, within two minutes, you've you've got it. So that's really important to kind of have that. Um, easy point of access uh, for us so that's massively helped yeah and I, I guess if you're a game pass subscriber you can uh you can tr- you can try it without putting any extra money out so there's no exactly. harm in, in getting is, 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 is there been um any difference in the reaction to the to the separate consoles and pcs that you've seen from the player base or the audiences or you know is it is it being played equally across the the, the formats or is your result of your work as part of game pass made it much more popular on that yeah, it's definitely got more players on on Game Pass, right. um, considerable. But that's because millions of people yeah, have yeah. had had access to it. But it's still got decent numbers on Great. on the other two platforms. Great, because well. that, that was always the unknown, wasn't it? People were very nervous about the idea of sort of day and date going into a subscription service and stuff. So, um, but you know, for, looking from the outside, Sea of Thieves went in at number one. State of the K two went in at number two, and so it doesn't seem to be harming them so it's great to hear of your uh, of your uh, success with that as well good um so you, you mentioned that uh, this thing can take a while we, it was, i think rocket league was their fourth or fifth attempt mm. at car football wasn't it so is this something that you're going to stick with uh you're going to continue to evolve it you've got long-term plans for it yeah we're, we're working that out with 505 at the moment quite what that will be um we don't know yet but there's lots of ideas so obviously you kind of asked you know what we the early access periods we got a lot of kind of ideas in then um and so we're kind of assessing those at the moment really i I think again kind of it being our first multiplayer titan especially knowing it's going on games pass we knew we were going to get a a heftier ccu than we'd perhaps seen on on the beta so again we focused on let's make sure the servers yeah (laughs) stay alive yeah um and now they have touch wood then we can now focus on on those new features there's already something into that i can't say yes you can Oh, okay. It's um, no. <laughs> and interrogate. What colour is it? <laughs> Purple. Is it? Great. Interesting. Good. We're Good. putting a new colour in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. So you can check out Laser League on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Any plans for Switch? Uh, not at the moment. No. We'd love to. Okay. <laughs> uh, good. All right. Uh, thank you very much.
That was Sudstep and Beach episode. We are One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. All three of us. Three together. Do you, do, do you feel stronger as a team? Absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Okay, good. I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> <laughs> good, it's been a long time, isn't it? A lot's happened. So much. I'll tell you something that hasn't changed, though. What? The uh, the attitude of our listeners and their and their um, the frequency of their correspondence. Do you know uh, last time we were on and it was just me and Steve. We had loads of letters. Well, I, yeah, because we did, <laughs> but we we forgot the letters theme, didn't we? Or oh, yeah, we forget yeah. reviews. I can't remember. Uh, okay, yeah. well we've got two letters and a theme <laughs> this week. Uh, Sam, you're going to read the first letter for us, aren't you? Wait, that's that's the wrong theme. Is it? Oh, that's reviews. Oh yeah, well we've okay. got a theme. Is it the right one? There we go. There we go. Here, here. Twelve years. Thanks very much for your correspondence, listeners. <laughs> we really love to hear from you. Uh, should we give away some prizes for these two? Ooh, let's we? do it. Let's do it. Okay, do we have both anything of... to give away? Well, hey. <laughs> copy a laser league if you're a Game Pass member. <laughs> uh, no, we'll give uh, copies of Smoke and Sacrifice, the latest release from Curve Digital. Came out last week. Oh, nice. oh, good. Survival narrative adventure game. Available so on Steam and Switch. Coming good. Very good, actually. Seven out of ten. Uh, Metacritic wise, I think it's uh, actually 78 currently. So, solid seven. Solid seven. Uh, so, uh, it's available on PC and Switch. If you email me afterwards, I'll send you a code. So, that's we'll be, we'll be going to. Sam, go on, read the letter out. Steve, stop trying to our guests. You're both going to have to come in next week so that we can do this again properly, aren't you? <laughs> go on. It's all right. Minor setback. Uh, so, this, this uh, letter's from Robert Wells. Who says, hello team, hello SSG. This week, my friend was complaining that she couldn't see the screen of her old Game Boy, which she now carries with her for commuting. It was great to be able to say, I know how to fix that, and she now has a fully backlit display. It also got new buttons, new battery contacts, and a thorough cleaning. Next, I'm going to try modding my old PS2 so I can play Japanese games on it. Do you ever get itchy fingers and long to fiddle with your ancient hardware? Pip-pip, Robert. Robert, that's a very intimate question. Isn't it? Ancient <laughs> hardware. Uh, I remember trying to put a backlight into my Game Boy Advance. Mm, me too. Uh, yeah. I've still got the kit. It's <laughs> <laughs> two little wires and uh, some bulbs. Like, I tried it. Oh. I bought a soldering iron and everything I'd never used one before, and it's just full of dust. And as soon as I did that, then they announced a hardware <laughs> provision which had a backlight in it. So if you ever want, if you want your, your technology improved, get me to mod it. I'll tell you what I've got coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, $5.99 from Amazon. Um, metallic Joy-Con clips what what yes guys explain it so you know uh we've all got switches haven't we Swy. Swy. <laughs> uh you know when you're playing them vigorously sometimes they can slip off without you pushing the hinges i have never played it that vigorously you know, uh, have you had this where, where, where the joy con slipped out no okay well mine won't be slipping out anymore because okay. i'm going to bugger up my hardware <laughs> <That's great. laughs> by using a tri-wing screwdriver um and i've got a beautiful black game boy uh with a backlit screen uh, but i paid someone to do it okay. because there's absolutely no way i could be trusted no. one of it my friends like we should give them to robert wells one of my friends uh he he was going to chip his Xbox back in the day right. to install Xbox Media Center, Imagine. as was. And he, he was quite excited about it. Uh, he bought all the right kit, opened it up. Um, he had this chip. And he, he uh, took his soldering iron to the, to the circuit board and just the whole circuit board just melted. Uh, <laughs> bought a new Xbox the next day and did not did mod not it. Did not chip it. What about you boys? Have you illegally modified any hardware? 
The the closest I've come is buying the magnifying glass for the Sega Game Gear. Okay. And putting okay. that to turn on. it into a twelve-inch <laughs> TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a second disc drive for my Amiga five hundred. Did you? Yes. I, I plugged it in. That's my. Okay. Uh, mm. Yeah, I think I I opened my PS3 and then just put another like a massive hard drive okay. in. So in it, Very even good. I it was did only that. a couple of years in, and I put like a 750. Come on, gig or something. Right. In it. it was excellent, basically. I think I did that with my Xbox. Well, because we wanted to run yeah. Linux, didn't we? That's right. Our PlayStation's. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, beautiful. Anything to add? I painted my DS. Oh. So, who's the real winner? <laughs> <laughs> No, I would never open something that's that expensive. You're all idiots. <laughs> yep. You could accidentally solder it and melt it all. <laughs> Robert Wells, uh, you're going to get a copy of Smoker Sacrifice. I just remember we don't have any switch codes left, actually, so I have to have it on PC. <laughs> Good. Uh, Tom, you've got a letter. Sure. Uh, dear team slash team, including Simon, welcome back. Thank you very team much. Team and SSG. I spent the last few days moving house and have been forced to come face to face with all of the old consoles, large format PC game boxes, fishing rod and maracas controllers <laughs> that were stored away in various hiding places. I couldn't bring myself to get rid of anything apart from the rock band equipment, but I think I'll need to have a proper sort out soon. Do you have any dark gaming secrets lurking in the corners of your lives that you can't part with? Do you have any recommendations on how to declutter a pre-digital life that don't involve canals or the tip? Thanks, Chris Conroy. <laughs> well, how have you got on with Labo? As it, it remains the box is unopened. Right. Dexter's not interested. Really? I said, I said hey, you know, uh, we've got some time this weekend. Do you want to do that? No, he's going to go and play Fortnite. Huh. So uh, me and Kate are going to do it. Yeah. Uh, very keen to. Thoroughly recommend. Yes. You've got the robot one, haven't you? No. you got the proper one. Yes. Good. All right. Uh, so I built that. And here's what they don't tell you on the box. It leaves you with loads of things that you've made that you don't know what to do with. Okay. And none of them store very well. So right. I have a fishing rod okay, now yeah, and a yeah, little house yeah, yeah. and a piano right. and a tiny little robot. I haven't built the motorcycle one yet. Okay. Um, and there was so much fun to build. Like it was, it was worth it just for that. But now I'm, I'm like, don't know what to I'm do never going to use that fishing rod ever again. Really? I heard isn't the fishing game quite good? Uh, I think mm. it was. It's not. It's not seven out of ten. But the, um, I, yeah, I don't want to throw them away yet. I suppose the good thing is that when you throw them away, you are literally, you're recycling them and that's, you know, that's right. a better thing. Can you just like reflat pack them? Reflat, no. you could do, you could take them apart. That would take a long time. DHL did a, a carry case, didn't they? A promotional carry case to put all the built models back in that they said they were thinking about really? making available. So maybe Nice, I don't want to do that. that. I, I will just bin them. I don't know about plastic stuff. I found my, um, do you remember... When flat screen TVs started to become a thing, that the gun con had to be did revamped because yep. it doesn't work with yep. uh, LCDs. Yeah. yeah, and I found that the other day, and I don't know what to do with it because there were never any games for it. I think it was One House of the Dead or right. something like that. I tell you what, I am going to throw away very very soon. I might even do it when I get home this evening. Mm? Uh, my two Guitar Hero Live controllers. Really? Yeah, they've just been hung up on the on the on the door because mm. I played Guitar Hero Live when it came out. Yeah. And, but I played it very, very briefly and got angry with it. I kept it. I was like, oh, just in case, just in case. And I'm going to I'm going to sling them. Um, we've got a letter that's come in. Uh, do I have to start the letter? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh. Four minutes ago. Oh. Right. There we go. Uh, we have to wait for that bit, don't we? Thank you, Fiat. Should we do it all again? Uh, Chris Stewart writes, Dear team and SSG, 
I always download games when they first come out to show developers that I want to support their games. However, the downside of this is that uh, I often have a growing backlog because I like to buy more games than I play. Any pro tips for burning through that ever-growing backlog? Also, I wanted to say that Laser League looks great. And Oli Oli 1 and 2 were games I bought day one. Love and kisses. I'm usually listening, even if I'm not writing. Mwah! Chris Stewart. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Thank you. Do you buy them day one and then just not play them? That's the good question. inference there, isn't it? Yes. That's starting to happen to me on Switch. Yeah, me too, Every actually. time there's a sale, I'm like, oh, I'll just pick yeah. that up and one day I'll play it, and I probably never will. I even bought Ikaruga last week. I, and, and yeah, I didn't play it when I had it first, because no, it was too hard. hard. <laughs> so, but I just played full... It's a good game to tell people you like, though, it's, isn't it's, it? It's the best bullet hell shmup. <laughs> That's what I say, and I've got a T-shirt with it on. <laughs> uh, but how do you burn through them? I don't. You, yeah. sl- you slow down. The, as the long pace. as they're off the front page, you don't worry about right, them anymore. Exactly. Like, I'm. I, I mean, yeah, it is a problem, isn't it? It is a problem. It's not a serious problem, but it is. It is. How can you stop yourself buying the things that you'll never play? Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, obviously, for my you know my my professional life, carry on. Yeah. Carry on doing that. Uh, I will. Yeah. Please do. Especially now you've run out of switch codes. Yeah, chaps. Any? Uh, yeah, well, any it's scary as a developer knowing that that that's happening. That people have so many games. Mm. Um, I mean, Steam seems to be one long year-round sale now. Right, and and, and the the games that people do own, they're playing for longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're literally sitting in them and playing them. Yeah. Like the the CCU of various games that we've mentioned, Fortnite and PUBG are kind of sucking up all the yeah. players there um, no it's, it's very worrying but hmm. what's your pile of shame like Sam oh it's it's big is it on <laughs> multiple platforms right listen indeed I don't know I think there's obviously not expanding the library is obviously a very good step first but then you need to appreciate the games that you do have and there are steps I suppose you can take one of which being install all the stuff that looks interesting okay because Everybody has such a short attention span when they're thinking about something to play. And if you can't play it right now, then the moment passes. Mm. And then you go and look and you go and look at what's happening on like GameSpot, what's what they're talking about, like what's happening, what's new, and then you're like, I'll oh, pre-order. I'll get this. But they're but, just talking about Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. True. But Maybe I mean, now's a good time. When when everyone is going just playing Fortnite, don't start playing Fortnite. Just go through everything else. Mm-hmm. No one will be talking about anything else other than Fortnite and PUBG for a while. So that, now's the time to do it. Don't buy anything new. Just get through it now. Unless it's laser. Unless mm-hmm. it's laser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buy that. Yeah, yeah buy that. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for all your letters this week. Uh, if you want to email us, please do. I mean, please do. We're back now. Back. So back. S- send your emails to team at onelifeleft.com.
One Life Left, Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the world and the longest running video game radio yes, show yes. in the world. Can't take that away from us. No. At least while we're still going, which we are. Hello. We're definitely going. Uh, this is Amateur LSDJ. It's called Peace Outro. It's from chipmusic.org where we get all of our brilliant chip music from, at least this week. Still love doing that. Have you played that uh, L- um, that electronic shmup, uh, Just Beats and Shapes? Is that, it's, I, I think, think so. Saber Pulse has got some music on it. I, I don't think I've right. played it. It looks good. It's okay. Good. All right. I'm gonna wait for a sale, though. Good. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Um, so we are One Left Left, uh, a video game radio show. We've got about 12 minutes left. And that probably means it's time for reviews. Tom, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Oh, yeah. Talking oh, about games. new release. Oh. Yes, yeah. that I bought two years ago. Okay. <laughs> and just got around to. But yeah, loving it so far. Um, I'm, I think I'm near the end because okay. the sun's setting. And it's gone purple in the sky. Yeah. Um, Did you know that until dawn goes until dawn? I didn't. <laughs> I started playing it, and I was like, and I got it explained to me. Finishes at dawn because it goes until dawn. Didn't realise. I didn't realise that. Yeah, I stopped by stop before that. That's next on my list. Yeah. Though, <laughs> Sorry, continue. That's right. No, I, I'm absolutely uh, loving it. The the sound design. Um, what's happening as you go through you're learning more and more i should play it with my wife um it's yeah it's all it's like a netflix show but in games which is really interesting because i tend to play a lot of arcadey style games that i can just dive into i know it's not a massively long game but i've just been playing it very short perfect chunks, size i mean yeah. it's even shorter if you do what i did and take a short cross across a, a shortcut across a field thinking it's the right direction it turns out to be the end of the game ah. in that direction. <laughs> then it just finishes. That aside, Tom, score? Uh, seven out of ten, I'd say. Interesting. Sam? Um, well, aside from playing Laser League quite a lot. Um, good. Score for Laser League? Oh, uh, See, by, by mentioning it, you have to yeah. score it. Oh, okay. You've caused this problem. <laughs> You're now going to drag the Metacritic down. Oh, that's, I'm, that's, a, that's I'm, a, I'm a sorry. Can we therefore Everybody. say the Metacritic, or is <laughs> yeah. that not allowed? Everybody trusts my judgment so much, I'm sure it'll have a massive impact on the game, so I'm just going to have to give okay. it a massive no, you're right. You can skip over that for Laser League. Go mm. on. <laughs> um, so actually, I've been playing a, a game called Descenders. Which oh is, yes, um, no more robots. First game. Yes, right, yes, exactly. From Rage Squid. In, indeed, yes. Um, I don't know. I've always first kind of downhill track sort of game where you do tricks that I played was Cool Borders. Uh, yeah. Back on the PS One, and okay. I've, I've always had like quite an attachment to those. Like it's a, it's a solid game. It's nice, great gameplay, very nice soundtrack as well. Okay. If you're into it, like very fluid and keeps you focused. Um, yeah, well, I mean, if if I'm gonna have to review it, it was. I was thinking of doing something a little bit lower, but it's gonna have to be well, a you. seven. I think in this case we can also make an exception. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a seven though. Uh, Anne. Hi, I've been playing Tacoma because it's now out on PS4. It is, which is my. I don't. I can't play things on Steam at the minute. Um, oh, it's good. It's got a lot of. Uh, everybody's gone to the Rapture vibes about it so you're on uh you're going onto a spaceship where something has happened um and you go around and uh 
through this uh, the AI, uh, you uncover all of these little vignettes and you see like the shadows of characters that were on there a few days before and what happened before the event happened. Um, and you can it's it's sort of everybody's gone to the rapture meets life is strange in space because you can wind backwards and forwards with um uh with the scenes that are happening with people and you can sort of uncover lots of different details and it has fulbright's amazing amazing attention to detail you can go around and pick up loads of little notes and things and find out more about these characters and i think so i'm similarly playing it with um, my husband and it is just like watching a tv show which is awesome um but you have all of these relationships in it which feel so real um I, I just think the writing and the acting in it is really phenomenal and it's really standout uh, in games um and it's i mean it's so important because the narrative is like is the key um uh, bit of gameplay in this you have to have to have to have really really good voice actors and really really good writing and it is and uh it just makes it so much more enjoyable to play than if it was bad <laughs> if the writing was bad it would be terrible it'd be really terrible no but it's really stand out um, and good and uh, yeah amazing game from Fulbright and I'm I think we're just going to keep playing it I think we intend to play this one to the end until dawn <laughs> is there dawn in space Steve I, I understand that's where all video games <laughs> finish naturally at end dawn, dawn. Yeah. Uh, 7 out of 10 good uh, we've been playing the same thing Steve haven't we we have I mean I would preface that by saying I've been playing an awful lot of N++ okay. on Switch which is absolutely brilliant uh, it's such a perfect conversion as you would expect from MetaNet it's the best platformer ever made, I, I genuinely think that uh, and I'll be playing it for a lot longer as well, it's also this is the third time I've gone through it uh, once on uh, PS4 and once on uh, PC, I say go through it I meet very many points where I find it very very difficult to continue and I'm having these, I'll get to the same levels, again, levels that I've spent hours just doing the same loop and dying and dying, and I'm getting genuinely little sort of stressy flashbacks right. to earlier in my life, and I've learned nothing, because yeah. I'm back in the same situation again. Well, anyway, it's brilliant, 7 out of 10. And in a similar vein, I started this morning, I'm really tired at the moment, I, I'm in the middle of Hyrule Warriors, and I couldn't be, I was so tired, I just couldn't be bothered to play it. I started this morning, um, Yoku's Island Express. Uh, from Team 17, where you play uh, a little dung beetle type what thing. What's Hyrule Warriors? Is that Dynasty Warriors? But yeah, with, with, uh, with Link, yeah, oh, obviously, right. so it's better. Um, uh, I started playing this morning. I'm already in love with it. Uh, okay. We'll give you a full review next week, but okay. it's incredibly charming. I'd rec recommend it this early stage, 7 out of 10. That's but exciting. All but weekend, though, all weekend. There's only one thing we could have been doing this weekend. From 3 o'clock Friday till midnight last night, midnight. it was the Mario Tennis uh, Aces. Uh, Test Smash or something, wasn't yeah, it? So it's a time limited demo where you could uh, play a tutorial, you could then play against the com, mm -hmm. and then you could go online. Mm. Thoughts? Which did you do? I did it all. I did it all as well. Okay. Did the tutorial, yep. then I played against com, yep. and then I played online. Okay. Went very badly. Did it? Very badly. Only, right. So I didn't play that much online because it turns out I don't like playing someone who is better than me at a game. Okay. I really like playing people who are worse than me right. at a game, because yeah. then I win and it makes me feel good. Okay. But when I lose, it makes me feel bad, uh, and that makes me sad. Did you and come across turn... old Byronic on there? Did you then Did you actually get did, beaten by Byronic? I did not. I played uh, twice online, got absolutely thumped, okay. and then I played... Uh, twice and won and made it through to what is that the semis of the I tournament? I think there were six rounds. I think six. I think there were uh, five or six. 
Okay. Well, I made Certainly it through to the third six, round then. Mate. Uh, and then played someone who played so much they had unlocked Rosalina. Rosalina, I hated her. And she her curved shots was yeah. <laughs> hey, playing <laughs> something for the dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, suddenly I was playing someone who seemed to have better, not just better at the game, but seemed to be playing a character who could do things that I yeah. Her and to. Um, Chomp yeah. uh, were my Chain Chomp. So I just I, Chomp, I played yeah. that and I was like, I'm not into this. I don't. I'm not enjoying this. It seemed unfair. I, I think that, stopped. I think that was the biggest problem with what they did. Um, you know, I do, they did it with Splatoon. They did it with Arms, where they gave you free, uh, like a, a mode to play for the weekend. Um, the problem with Mario Tennis Ace is that it wasn't ranking you, wasn't matchmaking you. In yeah, of a, course. It was matchmaking you initially by ping, I believe. And and actually, for what I understood to be, um, I thought it's going to be a simple game of tennis. And actually, initially, it's very overwhelming. Mm. Uh, because you know you've got your three types of shot and then you've got your two extra types of shot and then you've got a focus shot and then you've got a special shot and you've also got a trick shot um, and you can slow down time and all this sort of stuff it took me uh, it took me five or six goes to, to, to win a match right but once I'd done that I got to one final did you and I choked oh. I had my I had Dexter was watching me play it and I was like I've got to the final and things change when you get to the final as well really and it's good so it has this competition where if you get it's a knockout so if you get knockout you start yeah. right at the beginning again I, I got uh, I didn't play against Rosalind. I'd, I'd say, oh no, the ping's too bad. Cancel. <laughs> uh, um, okay. And Chain Chomp, I found really annoying. Waluigi, I got, I got the gist of him in the end. But overall, uh, overall, towards the end of it, yeah, I thought it looked brilliant. It's really fussy initially. It's good to know that you know they actually specify on the test match that if you want to play a simple game of tennis with, right. without using energy and stuff. And that's my problem. You, okay. The then you, you simple players. Fundamentally, the energy stuff... I'm not sure. I, I sort of enjoy it, but it stops it being tennis. It becomes um, rock, paper, scissors yep. for me. A reaction game of rock, paper, scissors. Oh, how am I going to counter that? Got me in the right place. And it is a game and it is fun. Like, I, But it's not what I was looking forward to about the game. Now, we were not able to test the simple mode, were we? We weren't, no. So maybe that will give me what I wanted. I think it will. I hope so. Seven Score. out of ten. Seven out of ten, yeah. Good. No, look forward to it. June, June 22nd, I think. Good. Done. Any other business? Do we have time? Oh, we've got like another two minutes, haven't we? Is there any other business? Marioki this Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're launching a new uh, Marioki system, new software. We tested it at the last Marioki in secret, but this Friday we'll be running it properly. It's really fancy, isn't it, Simon? You it saw looked it lovely. First time. Very lovely. I've been to Marioki for a while. But, uh, yeah, but boy, you've grown up, haven't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. we can have videos in the background and all that now. Um, so that's going to be exciting. It's happening at Loading in Dalston on Friday. You're not going to be there, are you, Anne? No. Nope. Mm, so it's just me. Just Steve. Maybe some other people What could possibly up. go wrong? Oh, dear. <laughs> Send instructions. Yes, so that's going to be good. Um, any other business? No, I think that's it. It's been great to be back. Thanks for having me. Thanks for keeping the seat warm. It's been great to have you back. You don't want to know how we kept it warm. <laughs> if only there was a way that are I could you... have kept up with whatever it was. <laughs> do, we have, do we have a guest next week? Are you going to be we back do. next week? I hope to be, yes. Excellent. I hope to be. Uh, got a good guest next week. We do, don't we? Very good guest. Uh, but let's not talk about our future no, partners no. when we've got our current ones here. That's a little bit awkward. Best Tom, guests. Sam, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having us. Uh, yeah, best yeah, luck with Laser League and wherever it goes, for, uh, goes from here. Uh, where can we keep up with your work? Um, Twitter. Oh, yeah. Facebook. Uh, MySpace. <laughs> all, all the usual. LinkedIn. Okay. Bebo. LinkedIn. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Right, great. Uh, yes, thank you for coming on. Uh, do we have any more Roll Seveners to, to complete the set uh, to come on the show? Yeah, there's, there was about 25. Are there? At Whoa. peak Laser League time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 
if you the good guests you've got on next week, if you want to bump them back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will. Roll um, seven out of ten. It's taken oh. us twelve years. <laughs> twelve years. Thanks for coming on. If uh, if only for that joke, giving Steve the opportunity to close the show with a pun. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.